hold it. You hold it. Hello, kitties. It's me, John Cusier, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to We Got the Geek. <laughs> News team, assemble! Okay, this is Jay Stu. I'm sitting here in my living room with the lovely Sarah J. Hello. And we're here for another exciting concert review. It's been a while. Uh, so this time, we returned once again to Fallsview Casino. Yes, in, the, uh, um, the Avalon Theater. Yep, the Avalon Theater in Niagara Falls, Canada. Yes. And this time, we were there to see Mickey Dolan's of the Monkees. Yeah. In a show called Mickey Dolan Celebrates the Monkees. Yes. And it was on April the 25th. He was there for three days. We got to go on the first day he was there. Yeah. And it was at 3 in the afternoon, which is different. It's probably the earliest show I've ever been to in my whole life. Well, it, it, this is no insult to the audience or anything, but they were an older crowd, for the most part. Um, there were some young people there, like, you know, like 20s and that, to you know, go and see, which is nice. Like, it's cool. It kind of was, like... I'm not complaining. It was kind of cool to get out of there, and it was still early in the day, and you could still do stuff, and it was still light. Yeah. And as always, for me, anyhow, I don't know how you feel about it, the, mm. the venue itself didn't disappoint. No, I absolutely adore the out. Every seat is a good seat. Yeah. Um, I've been with you up in the mezzanine. Yep. Like, upstairs. Um, when I went and saw Gowan for the 25th anniversary of Strange Animal, I was on the lower mezzanine, right below where we had been sitting for Huey Lewis and the News. Yeah. And that was those were great seats. And then we've been up front in the center, like, down on the floor. And that's where we were this time, too. And that's too. where we were, yeah. And they were fantastic seats. Oh, yeah. Brilliant seats. Great view of the stage. Yes. And... What I liked about this, uh, it was entertaining before the concert started because they were playing other songs and other videos by the Monkees and their solo career as well. Yeah, they had a huge screen yeah. um, up on the wall behind where the band was going to be. And they were just showing clips and videos and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And just, it was... It was really beautiful, actually. Yeah. Now, before we get into the actual review, like much like the last couple of reviews we've done, I think we, we uh, should probably talk about how we got into the monkey's music. Yeah. And uh, what it's meant to us and just different memories. Yeah. So I'll let you go first. I don't think I even know the answer to this. Like, how did you first become aware of the monkeys? Um, I don't know for sure. I know their show was in syndication on NBC when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I, I I just caught it one day at my grandma and grandpa's because we were there. It was summertime, and I was like, "What is this? It looks old." No offense, because it was from the 60s, but, you know. And by this time, it would have been the 70s if you were a little kid, right? No, I wasn't that little. Like, it was 80s. Oh, okay. So, um, and they decided to play episodes of The Monkees on NBC for the summer, during the week. Right. Like, 
after the soap operas, but before the news kind of thing. That little gap. They play, like, different older shows. Um, And that's where the monkeys had been put. And I absolutely fell in love with the show. I it was funny, and I thought all the guys were cute, and it was just yeah. And then I, um, I bought tapes of theirs, and oh cool, um, because I, I was like, I need to hear their music all the time now. And I was like, why didn't anybody ever tell me about this band? My mom wasn't really much into. Um, like the rock music of the 60s. I always ask my mom if she had been a hippie or anything. She's like, God, no. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, well, that sucks. But, yeah. And a lot of my friends weren't fans of the Monkees. I think I was the only one. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, for me, um, I knew of them. Yeah. Because my dad had, like, a weird record collection. Mm-hmm. Like of different forty fives, yeah. That I grew up with, and he had everything from Jimi Hendrix to Carly Simon mm-hmm. to Kung Fu Fighting. Always that a song. classic. And then he had one Monkeys forty five. The A side was I'm a Believer, and the B side was I'm Not Your Stepping Stone. And I I loved both those songs as a kid. Yeah. Uh, but I think I probably got into them around the same time you did because if. You remember in the mid-80s, they had their 20th anniversary, Mm -hmm. and they got huge, and the shows were being played again, the albums were being Mm re-released, and my friend Colin bought the the album they had put out, which was a compilation album with three new songs on it. Mm -hmm. I believe it was called Then and Now, The Best of the Monkeys. Yeah. And I got into the music that way. Owned a couple cassettes myself after that, <laughs> but I really got into them in the early '90s. This is when I became a huge monkeys head. Much music uh, for those of you listening from outside of Canada. That's our version of uh, our Canadian, yeah, our Canadian version of MTV. They started playing the episodes every single night, <laughs> and then uh, around that time, Rhino Records released their first nine albums on CD, but with bonus tracks. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it wasn't cassettes. I bought the CDs when they were real. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. That's all right. And around that time, I also discovered Mike Nesmith's solo career. (laughs) uh, He was my favorite, by the way. I became like a gigantic fan of his, as did my friend John. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who was your favorite monkey, by the way? I don't know. I like Michael Nesmith, but watching the monkeys when I was younger, I had a crush on Mickey. Yeah. He was cute. They were all cute. But Mickey, yeah, Mickey was... I think because Mickey was funny. Like, I got his humor when I was younger. Now that I'm older, the dry wit of Nesmith kills me every time. Because it was just this dry, deadpan kind of, you know, Texan wit. And it was hilarious. It's hilarious. But when I was younger, like preteen... And early teens, Mickey was just so funny. Like, sometimes over the top funny, but it was, yeah, he was my favorite. Now, I mean, they're all my favorite. I can't choose. Oh, they were all great. Yeah. They were all great. Just as an, as an aside, I remember one time uh, my girlfriend at the <clears throat> time, Andrea, was 
driving us to Toronto because our friend Scott was going there for the summer. Mm-hmm. And John and I were in the car, and somehow we managed to take over the radio <laughs> and uh, playing my monkey's box set. And uh, you didn't have many monkey's friends either. Neither did I. It was just me and John. Yep. And they went insane, like, listening to us talking about the monkeys and singing along and stuff. <laughs> I don't think he's forgiven me. This Scott has forgiven me to this day. It's funny. You know, my, you know, Erica. Yeah. Her own. Huge monkeys fan. Yeah. And, and younger than us. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. Like the monkeys, uh, like, it seems like every generation likes their music, which is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Hunter does, but yeah, Erica, when I found out she, she loved the monkeys, I was like, oh my God, I found my people. <laughs> one, just one people, but still. Yeah. And I uh, I actually did get to see them a few times in concert, like in different configurations. Mm-hmm. First time was in the 90s. I never thought in my wildest dreams I would get to see Mike Nesmith live, but he came back in 2012. Yeah. And uh, we somehow, and one very few concert stops, one of them happened to be Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my first time seeing any member of the Monkees. Yeah. Ever. I ha- I always wanted to go see them in concert, and I never had the chance. And now that three of the four are gone, yeah, it breaks very, my heart. Very, very sad, actually. I started crying at the concert. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. It was very emotional at times. Mm-hmm. Very emotional. Actually, let's, uh, let's talk about the concert now that we've gotten our history of the monkeys out of the way. Okay. So... First of all, he's 78. Yeah. Voice is still amazing. Yeah. There was only like a couple times in the hour and a half show where he couldn't hit the high notes. And that's where his sister came in. Yeah. <laughs> but that's amazing. Like, his voice is in great shape. Yeah. He looked great. He yeah. still had a lot and of energy. Still, exactly. Yeah. The energy that he had was awesome. And it, it's so cool to see, you know. He's still rocking out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and the band was fantastic as well. Yeah. Uh, now, I know uh, some of them joined the band when he was doing the uh, Mickey and Mike show a couple of years ago. Yeah. The one the one gentleman, Wayne Avers, the gentleman with the glasses to the right of him. On the guitar? On the guitar. He's been he's been with the Monkees since 96. Oh, my God. But prior to that, he played at uh, solo shows for Davey and Mickey. Oh, my God. And he's amazing. He really is good on guitar. And his his sister was great too. I've seen her with them before, but she's got a great voice. Oh my god, her voice is beautiful. Like it's just I loved her singing so much. The guy on the keyboard or organ. Yeah, uh I looked it up today. I'm bad with names. Alex Jules. Oh, okay. He was good too. They all they all were good. Like fantastic. Um. Yeah, so as far as the music goes, uh, basically we knew going in that he was going to be doing the whole Headquarters album. Yeah. Headquarters, for all those of you out there, for those of you who don't know, uh, was the first album that they were allowed to play on and that they kind of took control of their... I just, it's like they were allowed to play on. Yeah. Well, I mean... 
Mike and Peter were musicians. Yes. And they were all actors. They were hired to be now, to I, play a band on TV. Yeah. But they, they became a real band, which is amazing. Yeah. Now, didn't Mickey know how to play a little bit, too? I... I don't. He learned the drums when he was on the show. Oh, I knew that. He but knew. There was, he, he played guitar, I think. Yeah, because in one of the audition scenes of, for when Mickey got to his like career mm-hmm. span, he was sitting on a couch with a guitar. Yeah. So I mean, unless he was using it just as a prop, I think he played. <laughs> no, like they pretty much told him he was going to be the drummer on the show. And then, so he, he actually learned to play the drums, which is amazing. Cool though. I mean, that's really that's dedication, honestly. Yeah, definitely the best musician in the band, and I think Mickey's even said this is Peter. Peter. He knew how to play so many instruments. Yeah, guitar, banjo, keyboards, bass. I, lo- I love the banjo so much, and he was just yeah. And it rocked when he played it too. Oh yeah, he was a consummate musician. Like, you know, so it was really sweet. Yeah, for sure. But getting back to your original question, when you said they were allowed to play, yeah, like they pretty much took over their music musical destiny on their third album. Yeah, when they, I, I read a story once where Peter showed up to one of the original sessions for the first album. Yeah, and they said, "Yeah, we don't need you." <laughs> it's like showed up with his guitar. It's like you just you just show your pretty face on TV, okay, and sing. It's like they they all sang. Yeah, uh, I mean, even on those early albums. The first two albums, Nesmith wrote songs. Didn't play on them, but wrote the songs. But you know what? His lyrics are something else. Although the story that Mickey Dolan's told on stage about the one song. Yeah. He's like, how did you come up with that? I don't know. I was ripped at the time. It was like, (laughs) what? It was freaking hilarious. So, yeah. um, Going in, we knew they were going to do a whole album. And... Mm-hmm. That's cool because I've always wanted to see a band or a singer play one of their albums all the way through in a concert. Cause I've heard like so many people yeah. do it now. Uh, I just missed a couple times seeing Springsteen do that. Oh wow! So this that was cool for me. Yeah. And they, he didn't jump right in with headquarters though. He opened up with uh, Last Train to Clarksville. Mm-hmm. A little bit me, a little bit you. Yep. And The Girl That I Knew Somewhere, which I guess was the first song they ever recorded together. Oh, wow. Like, all four of them. Yeah. Which I think was during the headquarters sessions. Oh, okay. And then the next bunch of music from that was the headquarters album. Yeah. Now, I gotta ask you this. Mm-hmm. Like, did you know a lot of the songs going into this show? I knew a good chunk of them, but there were some that I had never heard before. And don't ask me to name them, because I have yeah, no I clue. What was cool about this show, though, I mean, it's sad that the other three guys weren't there. Oh, yeah. But this is the first time Mickey was singing some of these songs lead, like mm-hmm. doing the lead vocal on some of them. Yeah, because even though he did lead on a lot of the songs, mm. you can really, like, when it was Davey or Nesmith singing, you could really hear Mickey in the back. Oh, especially on the mic songs. Oh yeah! Like oh, he, yeah. him, and Mickey, him, Mike and Mickey, their <laughs> voices blended together so well. They had that beautiful like combination. That I just yeah. So there were three three Mike songs off of headquarters. Uh, you told me you just may be the one and Sunny girlfriend, and I think Mickey did them like justice. Yeah. 
And not only was he doing some of these songs as the lead vocalist for the first time, one of the songs hadn't been played by any configuration of the Monkees before this tour, uh, Mr. Webster. Oh, wow. Which, I wasn't a big fan of that song until I saw it live the other day. I'd never heard that song. Yeah. It was it, it was funny, too. Like he, he started laughing hysterically at the end of this song where they had the door slam, <laughs> which was pretty funny. And then when the headquarters portion was done, uh, he did Pleasant Valley Sunday, Valerie, mm-hmm. which I guess uh, it's a Davy song, so he's it, it's different for him as well. Well, yeah. Uh, Daydream Believer, I'm Not Your Stepping Stone and I'm a Believer. Which I love, I love when he sang that. And it's like, tell your kids and grandkids that we did it first. Yeah, before Shrek. Before Shrek. It's <laughs> like, damn right you did. Uh, <laughs> Smash you know, mouth. You know what else was good? I think it was a wise decision. He had a couple songs on off the headquarters album that he had his band members sing lead on. Yeah. Uh, so the first one was Forget That Girl. Mm-hmm. It's a Davy Jones song. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. The guitarist that was on the left of him, I'm going to butcher his name. I apologize if this gentleman ever listens to this podcast. Uh, his name is Amin Z- Zorakian. It's terrible, terrible. So that gentleman did the lead vocals on Forgot, Forget That Girl. I mm-hmm. guess I, I also read somewhere that uh, Mickey just wanted to do like his background vocals from those songs. There was two Davy Jones, basically, that yeah. got the other band sing. The keyboard player you were speaking of earlier, Alex Jules, yeah. he sang a Davy Jones song yes. called I Can't Get Her Off of My Mind. I've never heard that song either. Yeah, it's a deep track. Like, the cool thing about the Monkees, around 2011, started getting into singing more of their deeper cuts. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard Mickey talk that there's like five or six songs they have to do. Like, they can never cut out of a set list. Well, yeah. But they like playing the deep cuts, especially when Nesmith came back. Like, they did uh, all kinds of songs that uh, hadn't been played before or hadn't yeah. been played since the 60s. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that was definitely a deep track they did. Mm-hmm. But those two gentlemen, they did a great job. Oh, my God, they were so good. So good. Now, I'd, I'd like to... We talked a little bit about this earlier. I'd like to get into, like, the emotional stuff. Oh, So let's great. talk about the video tributes. God damn. So there was four video tributes for each of the members. So he started with Davy Jones. Yeah. he. So basically he played these during the headquarters section of the show. And then he would, he like after the Davy segment, he would sing one of Davy's yeah. songs. And after Mike, he did Sunny Girlfriend. Yeah. But yeah, he started with Davy. And um, each before each um, video compilation that was going to be shown he talked about each of them and you know what it was like to be friends with them he was closest with Davey he said yeah he lived with Davey at one point yeah and they both married um their wives around the same time they had kids around the same time and so you know they they were very good friends and um it was just I watching the videos, and then um, every once in a while, I would look off to stage right, and I would see Mickey come out and stand just behind the curtain and watch the videos. And I was like, oh my god. 
because it's it, it and it was like heartbreaking to a point, you know. And then they come out and do the the songs of that, you know, like of Davy, and then they did it for the others. I uh, I wiped my eyes a lot during that show. Oh, so did I. And for some reason, the Davy one especially, they chose all the songs and clips of that to just got me. For me, it was uh, Mike Nesmith. Yeah, Nesmith really. too. Oh, uh, his the I think I cried. I mean, I loved Davey and Peter. I love all of them. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Mike Nesmith's part hit me really hard. Yeah, because there was footage of them singing from the last tour. Right? That broke my heart so badly. Just seeing Mike Nesmith standing there, and he just looked tired. Yeah. And at first I was like, that can't be. And then it was like, oh, no, that is. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And it just, it killed me. It was like being sucker punched in the gut. Yeah. Um, and then getting to his compilation at the very end. Yeah. And talking about himself and then doing that. And it was like, whoo. It just, it was, um, I felt like the, I had the wind knocked out of me. As bad as it is for us, you got to remember they were his bandmates and his friends. Oh, no. That's it's got to be real hard on him, I would I bet. I think that's the main reason why I was upset was because those are his, his friends. You know, they were together for so long. They were together longer than some marriages. Yeah. Okay? And that takes a toll. Like, you know, it's... It, it it had to be so it has to be so hard for him, but at the same time, like like the title of the concert was celebrates the monkeys. Yeah, you know it was a it it was a concert to celebrate the life lives of Davy, Michael, and Peter. Yeah, and Mickey, you know, and it was it was beautiful and it was sad and it was heartbreaking and it was um. Special. Some of the songs even got me too. Yeah. Like uh, when they did that song Shades of Grey. Oh, fuck. Which is primarily a Peter and Davy song. Yeah. That Mickey did with his sister. Yes. They slowed right, slowed things right down and then they, they showed pictures of them as kids on the screen at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, when they were kids and then when they were teenagers yeah. and then the pictures of them, like, during when they got cast in the show, basically. Yeah. And but he and his sister did such a beautiful job with that song. Yeah, like it was just, it was just gorgeous, and it was so well done and so well. Um, I can't think of the word. It it was just really well done. Right in the feels. Oh, so many feels. It was like God dang it. Oh man, even uh, forget that girl got me because in the screen. During that song, they were showing clips of the episode where Peter was trying to win over the rich girl. Yes. <laughs> Just, yeah. I was like, aww. And, but it was funny seeing Peter twerk um, after the show had, had ended and everything with long hair and a beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> During the 70s, man. He, uh, it's like, whoa. He just went full hippie. And Mike had a glorious beard for years too. He really did. It like after like, when he was solo. Yeah. 
Oh my god. That was great. There are times when I wish I could go back in time. This season? To see them in their heyday. I'd love to go back to the late 60s. I would have loved to have seen... Like I, I, like I said, I saw them in different configurations. Uh, the first two shows I saw were definitely the Peter, Davy, and Mickey years. So, like I said, I never expected to ever get a chance to see Nesmith with yeah. the monkeys. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they briefly got back together in the 90s and only played over in England. Yeah. Like, Which thanks. would have been amazing. Like you can get the, you can see the clips on YouTube. They're pretty good. <laughs> nice. Uh, so as as a first time Mickey Dolan's concert goer, then it was yeah. it was good for you. Yeah. Oh, it was beyond good. I was so thrilled. Um, I loved every minute of it, and I loved being able to see Mickey Dolan's on stage live. Yeah. It was wonderful. It was, it was really nice to see him do that, actually. Like, it really was. It was a, it was a beautiful like tribute, and it was a beautiful memorial. Yeah, that's it. It was, it was like, just um, in honor of them and in honor of his friends and bandmates, you know, yeah. to do that. And um, I think, you know, I, I don't think Mickey Dolenz has to worry about anybody forgetting the monkeys. No, they uh, ever like every like even to this day like the same night I came home and watched Ted Lasso. Yeah, and one of the songs was a monkey song. Yeah, so their music is going to live on. I mean, every future generation is going to know the monkeys, and it's yeah. good to know, you know. And so, like I said, I don't think Mickey Dolan's has to worry about anybody forgetting who they were. No, definitely or who they are. Definitely not at all. I'll be I'll, if I have grandchildren. I will be making my grandchildren listen to every single <laughs> song. Yeah, the music and, is timeless. And the shows we're gonna watch. Come here, Nana's gonna have you watch monkeys with me. No, no, not those monkeys. These monkeys. You're gonna you see know. the one where they're wearing their monkey man superhero costumes, flying around. I'm gonna make my grandchildren monkey man costumes for Halloween. That's that's oh, now that's gonna. Can be we do a that thing. now? Yeah, I'm the dog. <laughs> So, our kids better have lots of children because we got to come up with at least four monkey men costumes. Yeah. Oh, I like this. We're we're gonna we're gonna teach our grandchildren proper is what we're gonna do. These are the monkeys. Learn them, live them, love them, <laughs> like them. Or, or you're out. Or yeah. Or I take <laughs> you right out of the will. Gone. Oh man. <laughs> So, if I had one complaint about the concert... and The you, seats! No! Oh. You hear me bitch about this every time we see a concert there. Oh, God. Um, with casino shows, yes. I always forget the casino shows are shorter. So, they, they have to cut some of their set list out. And from reading the other Mickey Dolan set list on this tour, he cut out like about six or seven songs. Yeah, but you know what? The fact that he, we went and saw him do what he did is still good. Oh, I know. I'm not saying it wasn't. No, I know. But, I mean, that's just the rule for the casino because they want people to go out and gamble. Oh, I get spend it. spend money. I get it. So, and that's their job. That's why they're a casino. Yes. Oh, I know. I get it. If they weren't a casino, they wouldn't do that. 
I get it, but I would have liked to have, to have heard uh, Papa Jean's Blues live. Well, you'll just have to wait and hear it some other time. Okay, then. Okay, maybe I'll learn it on my guitar or my ukulele. Yes, I, I would like you to learn all the Michael Nesmith songs on the ukulele. You got it. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Alright, so I guess it's safe to say we're both raving about this concert. Yeah. I would recommend, if you get a chance, this, these were the only Canadian stops on his tour. Yeah. And he's, I think he's only touring a couple more weeks. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure he'll be back doing his shows. He's he's playing all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, if you get a chance to see this, this particular tour where he's celebrating the music of the monkeys, do yourself a favor and, and go. And he's celebrating the monkeys themselves, his three friends. Yes. And doing one of their better albums all the way through headquarters. <laughs> they were all good albums. Let me yeah. let me just point except you know, I could live with that Poolit, but the rest of the discography is pretty awesome. Oh you. Oh me. Uh before we go, is there anything else you wanted to add about the monkeys? No, just that I love them and it makes me sad. I I would just like to thank before we go, the uh, the wonderful staff of Fallsview for helping us out with the with the press. Passes. Yes, yep. thank you very much. So uh, Stephen Cahill, who helped us out with Stephen Page as well. Yes, and then Jennifer Ferguson, Aaron Stitt, and Trisha Watson Marchand, who we met before the show. Yes, uh, thank you for very your help. Very lovely, very amazing. Um, it, they made it go so smooth. Very nice people at these shows to work with. Thank you for making one of Sarah's dreams come true and getting her to see one of the monkeys in concert. I loved it. And very happy. The the whole, the acoustics in the Avalon Theater are beautiful. The lighting. Highly ever. recommended venue if you get a chance to see anybody there. <clears throat> Avalon Theater is has got to be one of the better um, theaters for live performances that I've been in. Yeah. It's like... It never there's no bad seats the sound is fantastic um the staff are fantastic everybody's like amazingly helpful and, yep. and just wonderful so they it, have they have awesome shows all year round check yep. out their website and now they have the new olg theater yes that's bigger yes. and they're getting bigger names to come oh billy joel was just there i'm so yeah sad i couldn't go to that I one know. actually but no that's so that'll be the next one we have to check out is the OLG Theater. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So thanks for, for listening to our review. Like, high praise from both of us. Oh, yeah, super high praise. Did it make you a believer? I've always been I, I'm a believer. Sorry. I was trying to be silly. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, it was great being back at a concert. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll see something else this year. When we're not out on the uh, Comic-Con trail. That'd be nice. Have a Pleasant Valley Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Try not to be anyone's stepping stone. <laughs> <laughs> Take a giant step for everybody. And if you are, you're going down. Yes. <laughs> Listen to the band. Oh, my Lord. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> we're done being corny. Thanks for listening to the review. We appreciate it.